The Wimbayama era did not start off on the right foot. Let's recap his debut and Spurs Mavericks. You are locked on Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Emily Swallow, and you are listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. Welcome back to Lockdown Spurs right here on the Lockdown NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Hope everybody's having a great week. And uh, maybe the Spurs will pick up a W in the next game. But yeah, hope you're doing all right. Look, it's just one game. Spurs got the L. We're going to talk about that. Wimby's debut and much more right here on Lockdown Spurs. Hey, thanks for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. Free and available wherever you get podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, Ken's 5 Plus app. The list goes on and on. You guys are the everydayers. As you can see right there on your screen, we're going to be looking at Wimby's debut. Was it good? Was it bad? What are the positives? What are the negatives? Also, going to look at just overall how did the team look for just one regular pre what regular season game, and then of course uh, have a little surprise again. I spoke with a Spurs fan at the Frost Center. He's going to give us his thoughts on the beginning of the Wimby era and uh, that whole win total projection. Yeah, and by the way, he's a familiar face right here on Lockdown Spurs. We can see who I ran into at the Frost Center. And yeah, look, it was just one game of 82. So before you all start jumping off uh, cliffs and, and, you know, calling hotlines because you need help, take it down a notch. It's just one of 82. Look, this team is brand new. You insert Wimby. Yeah, that changes everything. You have different lineup than you did last year. Jeremy Zohan starting at point. Trey Jones coming off the bench. Uh, a couple of new faces. Uh, CD Osmond. You, you just look at the overall, uh, you know, impact that those changes are going to make. And yeah, it, the, you know, the Spurs are going to fumble as they did. Now, kudos to them. They kept it uh, close versus Dallas. But overall, look, you got to give this time to cook. You got to let the brisket boil a little bit. You got to let it cook a little bit more. Uh, it's just one game. You could not expect uh, the Spurs to come out against gang, like gangbusters versus a Mavericks team that has Luka Doncic who, by the way, historically averages a near triple-double in his career versus the Spurs, nearly upwards of 25-plus points per game, uh, more than six assists. I mean, the guy just goes wild against San Antonio, so that should not have been a sort of shock to you. Uh, also, too, look, you got to understand, too, that right now the Spurs are still in rebuild mode. They're still looking for that chemistry. That chemistry needs to come. Look, we all said this, you know, before the season started. What do everybody say? Well, Give them to all-star break to get going. We're nowhere near that, okay? So if you're already jumping off the ledge just off one game, you know, take it down a notch, okay? you got to realize that in time, this team will look way better than they did uh, versus Dallas in opening night. Heck, they could look better uh, tomorrow night versus uh, the Rockets. It could just happen overnight. We don't know. we got to give this time to just base, uh, bake a little bit. Now, overall... You, you know, if, if you look at the game and you look at how it started, the Wimby era, it wasn't too, too bad. Yes, we'll get into the uh, the loss in just a few seconds. But Devin Vassell looked great. Wimby, despite the issues uh, that he had, still put in a you know respectable stat line. And, of course, you, you know, you look at Sohan just still trying to figure things out at point guard. But it was still fine. It was still good. So Spurs fans, relax, calm down. Uh, get. Get back to me after the All-Star break. Then you can start 
uh, scratch your head and wonder where this team is if they're losing or cheering if they're winning. Now, speaking of winning, uh, it was the Wimby era. It was the beginning of the Wimby era, and it started last night in San Antonio versus Dallas. And how appropriate, right? It's two foreign import superstars going at each other, Luka, Wimby. Obviously, Luka got the best of them, as well as the Dallas Mavericks. But nevertheless, let's just focus on Wimby. So what did we see out of Wimby in his debut? One, that there's still some growing to go. He still needs time to cook. He still needs time to get used to the NBA game. And, yeah, he's not going to get those superstar calls because he was riddled with foul trouble. He had five, five for the game, right? He had he had some ticky-tack calls. The rest weren't doing any uh, favors for the Spurs as a whole. He just was not, uh, you know, going to get that star treatment yet, okay? So you add the fact that Wimby had those five fouls, okay? And then also, too, you know, his, his shot was pretty, you know, from three line, it was falling. He had three three-pointers. So, I mean, that's not terrible. Uh, you know, he he did some damage defensively. He got those rebounds. He created uh, distractions, intimidation factor in the paint for Dallas. And uh, he blocked some shots, poured in 15 points. So, so again, not the tremendous, phenomenal debut of, of Wimby. You know, there was not you know, 20 plus points and 10 plus rebounds and seven blocks, nothing like that. But, you know, considering the fact that it was the first regular season game for him, he's going to get up against competition at a different level that he's never faced before in his NBA career. Again, not too shabby. Now, were some things to work on? Of course, he, you know, he loves to play out on the perimeter. That was one thing that I noticed heading into the season. He's not a back-to-the-basket guy going to plant himself in the paint and do damage in there. You saw him a lot of times facing up to the basket from the three-line, and he at least he was making them. He made three three-pointers. Uh, so, uh, you know, definitely likes to run, likes to get out on the break. You saw that a couple times versus the Mavericks. Uh, the moment the, the uh, Mavericks missed a shot, I mean, Wimby was likely the first guy down the, down the uh, court asking for the ball, and the Spurs were trying to look for him. So, you know, again, if you're looking for a tremendous stat line and this one is just left off the page, no, it probably wasn't it. We look at it right now. As much as he had 15 points, uh, you know, he went to those five fouls. That slowed him down. But he had two steals. He had, uh, uh, I think, five rebounds, six for nine from the field. He did all that in 29, I'm sorry, 23 minutes of action. So, again, it was not, you know, you know, highlight worthy or, you know, everybody's going to be going – Crazy or the, oh no, he's he's legit, he's the guy. Give it time. Just like the Spurs and the, collectively, this team still needing to develop. So does Wimby. You know, the Spurs, his teammates are like in the spectrum, they're over here. He's just starting right here. So yeah, you, you know, overall, I thought it was a solid debut. You know what it reminded me of the summer league game, that first summer league game where everybody was kind of scratching their heads afterwards, like that's Wimby, that was him. You know, you looked at it, you're like, well, it wasn't terrible. I mean, it wasn't horrible. Would anything, Wimby flashed what he can do, you know, perhaps with bigger numbers down the road. If you really look at it, he did a little bit of everything. Block shots, check. Scored the basket, check. Uh, had some dunks, check. You know, almost led the team back to a uh, thrilling win late in the game. He had a dunk, he had a shot, he got the crowd pumped up, he started flexing on uh, at the crowd so you know it could have been a great story if he led this team back versus dallas but unfortunately it came up short but again 
you know, he can knock down that three. He hit the open uh, perimeter shot. I mentioned the rebounds with five uh, assists. He had a, had a couple. So he's sprinkling things that he can do across the stat sheet. And that's what I liked about it. Sure, it wasn't one that made you just go and cheer and rejoice and get your championship river parade uh, plans ready to go. Uh, if anything, right now, think about this, especially if you're in San Antonio. Right now, he's just Taco Cabana right now. Okay, eventually he's going to get to Rolando's Tacos. Okay, but he's at the Taco Cabana level right now of the spectrum. Eventually he'll get to the Rolando's. If you're in San Antonio, you know what I'm talking about. So, again, I liked everything I saw out of Wimby. It's unfortunate that those fouls are really got to him. The good, well, at least kept him out of the game. Now, personally, he says it didn't get to him. He said he was fighting through it, that he was trying to remain positive uh, for his teammates. But it, visibly after the game, I was in the conference room with him. And he told the media there that it was unfortunate, you know, that, but he was still fighting through it. And but you can just see in his face that he wanted that win. And I like that X factor about it. He looked like he wanted that win. The first thing he said, like, well, yeah, that my, my, my first steps were good, but it could have been better if we got the win. So you can tell he's a competitor. You can tell that, uh, he, you know, he didn't like starting his NBA career with an L. So hopefully things will change for Wimby and the Spurs. Down so it wasn't the greatest of starts for the Spurs, at least for the Spurs rookie, but nevertheless, it was a good indication of his potential, what he can do. Look, he almost, like I said, he almost brought the team back, you know, late in the game to take the W, you know, but those fouls, they just, it just really hampered what he can do. You know, he got a quick two to start the game. And then after that, it was just downhill from there. So. I'm rest assured Spurs fans, he's going to bounce back. So don't jump the cliff yet. But overall, I'm, I'm going to give him a solid day. I, I think he did very well in his debut. You consider five fouls. And then again, that stat line, not too shabby. Coming up next. Now we're going to look at the overall team. How did the team look? We're going to try to play a game. Can't mention Wimby in segment two. Okay. So how did Vassell look? How did Trey Jones look coming off that bench? You know, how did that, how does the new guy, Seti Osmond, look like? We're going to look at the overall thoughts of the Spurs' season debut right here on Locked On Spurs. How does free Thanksgiving sound? This year, Ibotta is here to give you cash back and help you make sure your Thanksgiving table is complete because who wants turkey without the gravy? Starting November 1st, for the fourth year in a row, Ibotta is giving 100% cash back on your Thanksgiving feast. Just add the offers in the app to redeem for everything you need to make your Thanksgiving feast complete. All you have to do is shop your favorite retailers, upload your receipt, and you are good to go. Ibotta gives back on cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care to pantry goods. So you can make sure that you're beating inflation no matter what you are purchasing. You can also earn cash back on hundreds of online brands and retailers too, such as Macy's, Sephora, Lowe's, Best Buy, and more when you start with Ibotta. Look, I have Ibotta. You got to get it right now. Why do I like it? Because you get cash back, real cash back. You cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. They'll give you those points that don't amount to much. You get real cash back with Ibotta. You got to download the Ibotta app right now. Use code LOCKDOWN to get 100% cash back on your Thanksgiving dinner starting November 1st. Again, use code LOCKED to get 100% cash back on your Thanksgiving dinner starting November 1st with Ibotta. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app and use code LOCK. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google App or App Store and use code LOCKED. 
also want to talk about Price Picks. Price Picks is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports DFS platform in North America. They are the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of you battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than two to six players on stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. So you got to do this. First of all, you definitely got to download the Price Picks app right now. Price Picks, look, you'll have the most fun ever. And you can even win up to 25 times your money this football season. All you can do is select two more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, place your entry, and you're good to go. Price Picks is really simple to play. You can make picks and submit those entries in less than 60 seconds. You get quick withdrawals, easy game playing, enormous selection of players, and stats types that are will pretty much make Price Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. So download it right now. Price Picks offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts like Taco Tuesday. Each Tuesday, Price Picks discounts select players' projections up to 25% to provide even more value. With the Price Picks reboot policy, your entry stays safe in play even if one of your players gets injured. For example, for NFL games and college football top 25 matchups, if you have a player who exits a game in the first half and does not return to the second, that player is rebooted. Price Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with injury insurance. So you got to go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NBA right now. Look, I use it. You should use it too. You can make a lot of winnings. Trust me, I heard people get some winnings there. You got to go to locked on, I'm sorry, pricepicks.com slash locked on NBA. Use code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. Again, pricepicks.com slash locked on NBA. Use code locked on NBA for a first deposit matchup up to $100. Price Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Hey everybody, this is Nathan Ray Clark from Criminal Minds and Modern Family, and you are listening to Locked On Spurs, hosted by Victor Wimbiana's new best friend, Jeff Garcia. And we're back right here on Locked On Spurs, joined by my colleague at Ken's Five. He is Tom Petrini. He is back, everybody. He's going to help me recap the Spurs game, just overall. And the game, Tom, is, well, first of all, can Tom Petrini not mention Wimby when we're talking about the game see, see it's tough it's gonna be tough we played this game before with a different guest and it just fell off it fell off the track we just couldn't we just had to mention his name he's that he's that present you know he has that presence i think i can do it i'm, I'm a really creative person also uh you know if it looks like i'm a little tired i am it's because i stayed up late last night oh i uh, feel you I, 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 I was i was writing man i was a little bit manic Sometimes the the inspiration comes to you. You got to respect that. You got to you got to roll with it. Uh, and also, I I received a sign from the universe. I love when that stuff happens. And this was so clear, and so so obvious what it was. Um, you know, my drive home took forever. Getting out of the parking lot awful. Oh, man. Traffic detours. Yeah. A freight train that lasted forever. It took me like. <laughs> It took me like 30 minutes to get to the highway, right? And and then I got there and I saw something and I was just like really grateful for every inconvenience that brought me to that specific place and time. Uh, I'm, I'm on the highway and I see a sports car in the middle lane and I, I look at it and I'm like, I know I've never seen anything like that before. I've got to like get closer and get a closer look. It was a Bugatti. Yeah. French whoa, supercar. Whoa. 
worth like more money than I'll ever see in my life. Uh, just, you know, going at a leisurely pace on a San Antonio road. Uh, and even though I, I saw just like a glimpse of what that is capable of, seeing it in, in public in, and with my own eyes for the first time uh, was special. It'll stick with me. So, yeah. Uh, having said that, I'm ready to, to move forward and, and not mention Wemby any further. All right. All right. You see how creative Tom can be. Yo, I started, I just, when I couldn't do it, and we, last time we played this game with another guest, I just said, kept on referring to it as baguette. Or I was looking anything else without seeing yeah. Wemby's name. So we're going to try right lot, here. There was a lot of non-Wemby stuff that happened last yeah. night. Granted, a lot of it centers yeah. around, you know, how you involve, uh, right. you know, your your fancy new French thing. But yeah. um, let's let's just get right into it. Devin Vassar. All right. All right. I mean, All right. Well, yeah. Looks, I mean, that, that, that's your biggest takeaway outside of uh, you-know-who, right? Yes, Devin Vassell looks legit, looks ready to go. Uh, didn't shoot from outside, you know, quite as well as he wanted to, but, um, you know, attacking the rim, looked aggressive, looked uh, in control of points. Keldon Johnson, uh, I, th- I think he had seven assists in addition to a, a lot of good and varied scoring from him. Um, and then, of course, you have... Jeremy Sohan at the point. Uh, Trey Jones doing a good job off the bench. Yeah. Jeremy Sohan having, you know, good results throughout the game. Missed a couple shots. I think he was 4-12. Um, but, you know, late game execution was a struggle for this Spurs team. Obviously, you you look on the other side, you see Luka Doncic, you see Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Um, and... You know, the team with those guys was hunting high quality shots for them yeah. at the end of the game. That's what won them the game. And yeah. down the stretch, you know, you had Trey Jones getting hot in the fourth quarter. You had Wemby getting hot. Ugh, I did it. Uh, oh, okay. You did it. You did it. You broke it. In All the right, fourth so that's quarter, one, that's one for you know, you. taking over. Um, I, I, I made it. I, I made it a few minutes. Go me. Um, but and and then down the stretch, those guys not I mean Trey Jones being off the floor and yeah uh you know uh a, a big explosion that didn't continue through the final buzzer for yeah. somebody making his debut. Mm-hmm. Um but I I think I saw a lot of reaction that was like, you see, see. Can't do Wemby at point, or, or, yeah. or can't, can't do Sohan at point. Now, now it's yeah. in my head. Oh my god, that's a problem. Yeah. Well, well that, uh, that was going to be what one of my takeaways is still the question at the point guard spot. Snap into the action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get two hundred dollars in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a five dollar bet. That's two hundred dollars in bonus bets, win or lose. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get on the action than right now. The app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over and unders, and so much more. With the NFL season well underway, NBA season officially started. Your San Antonio Spurs in action. The Wimby era beginning. You got to get the FanDuel app right now. I have it. You should get it too. Again, I really believe it's super easy to use, and you have to get it on your mobile device. Have some fun with that. Look at some... uh, 
See what FanDuel has to say. What does that have to say about your Spurs? Go check it out with FanDuel. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn right now and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL. I also want to talk to you about Mudslingers drive through Coffee. you got to get Mudslingers drive through Coffee right now, located at 2404,000 Oaks Drive. That's in San Antonio. And you got to go there because you got to pick yourself up the Mudslinger, the signature drink. you got to get yourself the OG OJ. That is the Orange Julius recreated only at Mudslingers drive through Coffee. They have the Alien. Look, you should know what that's about. Victor Wimbayama, yeah, that guy. They have a drink in honor of him. Full can of Red Bull, green apple, kiwi mixed together. Delicious. The Red Bull infused lightning bolt series. I can go on and on, and I will go on and on. The Sub-Zero in honor of UTSA's Frank Harris. They have it all at Muslinger's drive Through Coffee. Open every day, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. They're located in the 281-1604 area. If you're in San Antonio, over 300 five-star reviews cannot be wrong. Everybody loves Muslinger's. The uh, proud local sponsor of Locked On Spurs. They proudly serve the San Antonio community. They have dairy alternatives. They have mini donuts. The list goes on and on. Why wouldn't you not go to Muslingers? That's the real question. Go there right now. They're very fan interactive. You can follow, follow them on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, X. The list goes on and on. You can find them at Muslinger, S-A-T-X, all one word. Go there right now, San Antonio, 2404,000 Oaks Drive, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., open every single day. Go get yourself a good coffee only at Muslinger's drive through Life is too short for a bland coffee. You, you know, you, you mentioned perfectly, you know, the, the late game situation, late game execution, uh, Trey Jones's impact. And then, of course, when he came off the, uh, the court, you saw the opposite side of that positive impact. So I think the, that it's, that, like that could a, be something they're going to look at. That's like a very, you know, I'm sure there are going to be people who, who look at it and, and they're like, all right, yeah. So and at the point can't work. This is why. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I don't think Greg Popovich is going to be one of those people, though. I think he's going to look at it and say, okay, yeah, we struggled to execute down the stretch. Let's break yeah. down the film. Let's see, you know, where where could we have gotten – the ball to some guys yeah. in some dirtier areas you know where could we have made this pass a second sooner or dribble a second sooner there were, there was a play where one of san antonio's uh important players i forget his name but he was in foul <laughs> trouble uh in this game and one of the fouls that he picked up a couple of them were were offensive fouls uh a little softer i think maybe he's adjusting to right. the less physical nba that might be a, a challenge for yeah. him um you know the, the the lower physicality that's allowed um but there was one play where he got called for an illegal screen and part of it that factored in was sohan was basically a step late initiating the action so mm -hmm. You know, he he was going right as the as the screen was coming, and it was uh, a call that the referee. I don't know if they had to make, but they could make it, and they did. Um, and there, you know, there was a play where, uh, you know, pick and roll, and that that same important player gets a, you know, a mismatch on on the block, and Jeremy, you know 
doesn't see it right, can't get the ball to him, settles for an outside jumper, Pop calls a timeout and, and gives him a talking to, but leaves him in the game, you know? Like, if if you weren't satisfied with the, the point Sohan experiment in game one, I get it, you know, mixed results. But Pop's still going to keep going with it, you know, keep learning yeah. and growing. Yeah. I mean, I mean, just as much as there was, like, that negative towards the end, but there's positive. Look how the team started. I mean, that was another takeaway just overall. I mean, just went out like gangbusters. Now, okay, I could have been just the hype, but, you know, game one, and, you know, they're all, you know, hyped up. But 6 for 12 from the three line, uh, 62% of the first, uh, up 43 to 36 on the Dallas to close the first uh, period. So there's something there. There's something there. In the there. first half, I think they yeah. shot like 38% from three. It was like mm-hmm. it was like 10 of 21, something like that. Yeah. Um, and and Sohan and Wemby were the two that had hit multiple. Yeah. Um, so, you know, not coming in, not a, a big strength for Sohan. Uh, projected his three-point shooting. And in this game, he, he was uh, impactful from that part of it. So good and bad. Um, but I mean, there, there are people who are going to treat it as, you know, the indictment, the nail in the coffin. We we can't do this. We can't afford to, we, we need to have a true point guard on the floor at all times to maximize the new guy. Um, and then there are other people who are like, yeah, you know, I could have been better at the end. Let's do better at the end next time. Uh, and I think Greg Popovich is going to fall into the second camp you mentioned Shetty Osman yeah uh, impactful man you know we we said it before the season um yeah great pick but he great he, he looks mm-hmm. he looks active he looks engaged he looks impactful in a variety of areas in the game and um yeah one, one of the first guys off the bench for yeah Greg Popovich Exactly. Yeah. Overall, I think you look at the team collectively. It just again another reminder that this the this team still needs to cook a bit. They're not they're out of the woods yet. Yeah, they got Wimby, but they're not out of the rebuild yet. They're not out of that chemistry well, now development you're area it. yet. Now you're saying. Oh it. man, I got one. Damn. Okay, I got one to me. I think you're at three. I think. I, think uh, I, I got you down for three. Who's counting? <laughs> so. So I still believe that this is just another sign of for Spurs fans too to relax. Sure, winning the lottery and getting that pick helps, but they need time. And also too, Tom, what were we all saying to start the season? Oh, let's see how they look around the All Star break. Let's see how they look then. So this is that time to see how they all combine and gel together. If they're going to be Voltron, get all strong together. Or there's still going to be those pieces, individual that still need to figure out how to become Voltron. We'll find out soon. You know, what I liked about too is is just how the team handled it. The loss. You and I were in the conference room post game, and they were not flipping tables. They were not cussing. There, Vassell was. Hey, we we we're we're all good. We're all good. We're we're still learning. We'll we'll try again next game. Went. Uh, oh, almost did it. Almost did it. I got a swing check there. Uh, the number one pick. Did he go? What did he say? What did he say? He goes. We're already focused on the next game. So yeah. they they handled the loss pretty well. And I mean, last year opening night, 
they you know they they host charlotte a team mm-hmm. that was fighting them for the for the first pick in the draft yeah got blown out by 40 points ish and everybody in there sitting watching is like i mean it's gonna be better than this sometimes <laughs> but we got 81 more of these woof you know like you it was the kind of thing where you're looking around after you're like oh god is it going to be that bad this whole time? And it wasn't, you yeah. know, but it was bad, right? Oh, in yeah. In terms of winning basketball games and re- and results. And, I mean, just, just think about how thrilled you would have been last year to watch this team lead a, a team right. that is constructed like Dallas's for much of the game and, and be right there with a chance to win it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's a leap. It's it's yeah. a leap from from where this team was last year, and and they were surprisingly competitive in some games. Uh, the Spurs team, but I mean, you you can just tell that it's different. Yeah, it's, it's you different can, you can now, feel it. and you can feel it. This is this is the uh, the least experienced mm-hmm. that any of these players including any rookies ever will be individually and then collectively as a unit you know they're mm-hmm. they're still just yeah scratching the surface of the minutes that they're going to play together over the course of yeah. the season and their careers hopefully yeah that 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 definitely was a common thread you know from you know who to Vassell to pop to everybody who spoke was this is just one of 82 they'll get there and then you saw the inexperience as as you mentioned towards the end of the the, the game. Luca knew how to get those ticky tack fouls. He's been doing it for a long time. He did it again, and he went to the free throw line. Tyree Irving, you know, he came alive, you know, towards the end, hit a key three, you know, and then just historically, Luca just wrecked San Antonio. Nobody I mean, should have been Luka surprised. Was fantastic. Dude, just wait, a thirty point triple dub. I mean, that's just yeah. Phenomenal. And it looked it looked so easy for him. Like like where I was sitting. I'm watching him go, and it it almost looked like he was cruising at points. It yeah. was it was like like he's driving down the lane, and it looked like he had he had so much space to do whatever he wanted that that he was maybe thinking too much about it. Like he could have had 50 points last night if oh, he wasn't yeah, in such sure, a, a distributing mood. Yeah, uh, he like wa- watching a player that caliber in person is always a treat. Even if he's kicking your team's butt, you're like, damn. Yeah, you know, and and after the game, he was like, "Yo, that <laughs> that Wemby guy." Yeah, I didn't say he said it, um, but you know, I I really you you appreciate. Okay, this is this is the best competition that the rookies ever played against. Yeah, um, and and that was something I kind of asked him about was the the adjustment on defense, right? Like. You know, how how do you stick with it? And, and he was basically like, you know, sometimes you're going to play really good defense individually as a team, and a great player is going to hit a, a great shot. Yeah, and you just kind of got to roll with it. And yeah. there were there were times last night where the Spurs defense looked great. Mm-hmm. Um, it did. Also, also moments that reminded you that this is a young team with a lot that they still have to figure out. And those are you know, those are the moments that prevailed results wise. Um, yeah, I mean, you would have had yeah, like 12 one, turnovers. One I don't want to see, like, you know, 
sad, freaked out overreactions about a team that won 22 games last year, right. not winning the first. Come on, guys. Yeah, and then as as you know, Pop mentioned, and you just look at the stat sheet: twelve turnovers in what that third quarter? There, well, something ridiculous. They had like just like just turning the ball it, over. It got sloppy. It got and, really you know, sloppy. Part of that was offensive half. fouls, but there were also you know mm-hmm. live ball turnovers. And yeah. I think I think uh, new guy had five. So yeah, yeah. that's something he so, needs to clean up as well. Yeah, and you saw that even from the summer league to the preseason, that he tends to turn the ball over uh, quite a bit. So uh, hopefully they'll clean that up. But they get to, they get a quick sh- shot at fixing things. They got Houston uh, tomorrow night at the I was going to say the the um, what's the other? I was going to say the, this show my age. I'm going to say the SBC Center. No, the Frost Bank Center. <laughs> uh, and, way back, uh, going way back. Yeah. So hopefully uh, the Spurs get back on track. Get you know who that first win, and then collectively the ter- the team get that the first win of the season. Uh, overall, what would you give the grade uh, for the Spurs uh, season debut? Um, I mean. I'm gonna say B, yeah. B plus. I'm right there with you. The yeah. a- atmosphere wise, no, that, that elevates it to like the, yeah. the B plus. You know, yeah. The the game itself, the team, I'm giving a B. Spurs fans, A plus, man. Yeah. I mean, oh, sure. like they came out, dude. It was so rocking. loud in there. The place was rocking. It was that was so loud. Fun. I mean, you know, and and there were there were times last year where the place mm-hmm. was rocking too. Don't get me wrong. I was in there on, on the nights where there were more empty seats and less. Um, but it it felt different. It they, did. You know, they pulled up to the media parking lot two and a half hours before tip. Usually, yeah, I would park in the third row yeah. of cars. And I was in like the eighth or ninth or tenth row. Wow. I had and to I make like, a, a parking spot. I had to find just make and make a shift. Yeah, I said, I was That's like, close we're enough. Gonna, we're gonna need yeah. a bigger parking lot, man. Yeah. Uh you know, it's it's big time. It's yeah. I I think there were I I heard from from one of our friends that we there there were about two hundred uh press credentials wow for last night's game. And the Crazy. amount of games I went to last year where it was me and like seven other people in in the media workroom. It's crazy. Yeah. It's they added an extra night. table in the media workroom. There's yeah. a now new extra table in there. And the, it was yeah, used. It is packed in there, man. Yeah. And I say I say welcome to all of our new friends. Welcome back to all of our old friends who are back, uh, fans and media alike. But yeah, man, pe- people parachuting in from national outlets uh, yeah. to, to our little city, man, is cool. Yeah, I, I commented uh, to our colleague uh, Casey Vieira, who was there with us uh, last night. I said, Casey, when was the last time you saw that here at the here at the I was AT and T sale Frost Bank Center, um, and I was pointing to the NBA TV uh, table. Uh, the uh, ESPN table and crew on the sidelines. I go that that I haven't seen just that scene in quite some time. That is the you know who effect right there in action. I'm with there with you, uh, Tom. I'm gonna give him like a B, a B. Uh, you know, despite the loss, a lot of positive. You can see this team is gonna project and you know upwards as the season goes on. 
but he is Tom Petrini. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at Real Tom Petrini. His recap from Spurs Mavericks game one is live right now. Go to kensfight.com slash Spurs. He'll break it down for you. I like what Tom does. He does like period one, period two. He mixes in some stats and some overall thoughts. So it's a good, good breakdown. If you missed the game or you just need to pick up some points here and there, Tom got it for you. Tom, hopefully you get to drive that uh, Bugatti soon that you saw. Dude, just driving next to it was a surreal experience. And then I, <laughs> I stopped after a minute. I was like, wait a minute. I'm risking the most uh, – I could set a record for the <laughs> most expensive sneeze ever recorded here. Uh, and, yeah, yeah. Got, got that recap up. And uh, I, I'm telling you, that, that, was, that was a sign from the universe that inspired me to write early into the morning here. Yeah. Uh, so, so that story that's more of a behind the scenes, uh, mm-hmm. personal weirdness, uh, you know, like I, I just, I just went, man. I, yeah, I you went. You, and you, at, he... at one point, last thing I'll say is, uh, I could, I compared it to two Pixar movies. Uh, Spurs fans were like the kid on the tricycle who's seen Mr. Incredible lift up the car. Yeah. And Mr. Incredible's like, well, what are you waiting for? And the kid's yeah, like, yeah. I don't know, something amazing, I guess. Uh, that was Wemby heading into the fourth quarter. Uh, and then also, like, it feels like in Cars, when, when Lightning McQueen makes Radiator Springs hot again. I love yeah. Pixar movies, man. I'm still oh, I'm right there with you. Me too. Went, Me uh, too. I do like Pixar movies. With assistant Cup. Like, yeah. you could have just kept going and turned around. It would have been faster. Anyway, that, that's a whole... That's a whole other podcast for a whole other day. But, yeah. uh, Jeff, it was good to see you at the game. It's good to see you here. Yeah. I can't wait, man. 81 more. Yeah. yeah. And, and then the playoffs. There's Let's go. 81 more possible playoffs, possible play-in. Looks like the Spurs are going to have themselves a good season. And if the Spurs fans relax. It's just one game. They're going to get the uh, rust off. They're going to get the chemistry going. They'll be fine. Uh, they'll, they'll be tested. As they they got to see it firsthand versus Luca, Kyrie, and the Mavericks, and they'll be tested again. But that's all part of this uh, current rebuild. Yes, rebuild. They're still working through things, and hopefully they'll come to the day. You know, I see this team. You know, every season just like spiking, trending up. You know, let's just say they get 35, 36, 37 this year. Then next season, up, up, up. It's going up. Don't worry, everybody. It's going up. You're going to be fine. Coming up next, uh, we're going to bring in a special segment. Uh, recorded a chat with a Spurs fan at the Frost. He's a familiar face here on Locked On Spurs. Brendan Medina, the fantasy guy himself. I ran into him, Tom, as he was in the middle of getting a beer. And pulled him off to the side and said, likely place you're, for him you're, yeah, I said, Yeah, I said, You're going to come on the final segment of tomorrow's Lockdown Spurs. And by the way, everybody, yes, he gives me the business for uh, interrupting his beer time. You'll, you'll see it coming up next <laughs> right here on Lockdown Spurs. Hey, this is Chris Sabat, and you're listening to Lockdown Spurs with Jeff Garcia. All right. Right here, segment number three. You've been waiting for it. We've been teasing it all in segment one and segment two. We are live. We're recorded live at the Frost Bank Center. It is Wimby time. Yes, it's official. It's official. The arrow's begun. We're going to talk with the fan, but not just any fan. The one, the only. Mm. I heard he's a god or something like that. Like something fantasy, of the sort. Like a fantasy god? Yes. Brandon Medina. Dude, we're here. We're here. This is. 
This is a dangerous society here in the Prospect Center. Hold on, do you, do, you, do you want to drag me real fast about how, how much business I was when I saw you? Just get out of your system. Get out of your system. First off, I haven't seen this guy in person. We haven't hung out in probably about a year or so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm here. I'm grabbing a drink. Full business move just pulls me aside. I'm with my dad. Sharing quality bonding time. Oh, I'm never going to get back. Oh, man. And this man pulls me. And it's like, hey, I need you for an interview. Hey, hey, good to see you too, Jeff. Good to see you too, brother. But no, we're here, man. It's, it's game day, baby. Let me explain myself. I was de- I needed I needed to find somebody, and I was getting freaked out because we're going to do this outside. Yeah, it's too loud. Yeah, it's, it's too loud. loud. This is this is championship environment. Exactly. It's loud. It's, and what, that's a great segue. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at Big Poppy Brandon. DMM right. Brandon M. Make sure you do that right now. All right. So as mentioned, okay, we recorded live at the Foss opening night, Wendy era. This, we know the X's, we know the O's, we know what I got about Wendy. What are you feeling as you're walking through the frost? There's, there has not been this excitement since 2012, 2013, 2014, the full era of championship runs. Um, you're seeing more, more Wendy jerseys than you are Parker jerseys, than you are Genova jerseys. Oh, yeah. The Duncan to Wendy ratio is very, very close here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of people who, you know, my dad doesn't wear jerseys. Yeah. And he has a jersey of himself. I don't wear a jersey. When you and I talked the very first time, I told you, yeah, I don't buy jerseys, jerseys right. unless you're a Hall of Famer. Yeah. I already bought a Wendy jersey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you're already projecting We're here. We're here. Okay. That's what I'm telling you. People are excited. There's constant chatter of is it playoffs? Yeah. Is it next year? Is it yeah. this year? Obviously, there's a lot of buzz. Sure. You and I both work in media. We can't buy too much into all of it. But this is for sure the most exciting time in the past decade yeah. to be a yeah. sports fan. But in, I'm at the point now with Wendy, like, I got to, he needs to walk the walk now. Yes. Okay, that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. I know the preseason. We saw a little bit. We saw a little bit. Yeah. But now I need to see him walk the walk. But I got to ask you. Um, do you think he will walk that walk? 100%. I have no doubts. I've already placed many player props on Wimby tonight. The fantasy many many bets are in today uh, on Wimby. Uh, I truly believe you're going to see something very similar. Golden State, he showed it. Yeah. Houston, he showed it. He's shown flashes throughout. And that's without playing a full yeah. game minutes, right? You're playing 13 or 19 minutes. Um, I truly think he makes a difference here. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We know Lucas, you know, Lucas in and two. Dallas is going to be a fun environment. Yep. The Texas rivalry. Sure. Obviously, Mass fans are rolling from the Rangers victory. Oh, They're excited. Man. So I do think this is going to be um, one of the most critical moments. Bleach what's pushing it out, as yeah, you guys yeah, know. Yeah. ESPN's pushing it out. They're booking Wimby to be the next. The almost LeBron, yeah. we are witnesses yeah, type exactly, of thing. Exactly. And so uh, I believe he's going to walk the walk exactly what we're expecting as Spurs fans. Right. And I do think you're going to be seeing something. Um, the city and the NBA world is going to be lit on fire yeah. after the night. We're, we're, as I mentioned, we're in the frost right now. Yep. Can you describe to everybody the vibe? The vibe. We have the music playing. I know. We got like, just the vibe here. I will say this. One thing you don't see at any Spurs game, you got people doing face painting. You got you got uh, balloon arches everywhere. We have new statues. You have new... Uh, new booths, new beverages, new yep. menus. Everything is new. Everything is customized to tonight. New merchandise. Yeah. They have areas of merchandise that it looks like there's a concert. There's merch like wow. tents set up outside. You have the bootlegger selling shirts. Yeah. I mean, you have it all. You have it all. This is the Southwest military guys. They got it here. No, they're here. They're yeah. 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 So they're they're honking already now. The ATT Parkway. So, I mean, this is, this is truly an incredible vibe if you're not here find a way to get to a Spurs game this yeah. season because yeah. I think this vibe is going to be lasting for yeah, a long yeah, time. Yeah. You know what? One thing I saw in the arena that yeah. I haven't seen in a while, 
an NBA TV gas set up on the court. Yep. Yeah, what's it? Uh, ESPN. ESPN here. There's a lot of people who run ESPN follows. Exactly. Exactly. It is buzzing. It is buzzing. You know, I when I walked in, I felt it immediately. Yeah. Energy. Last season, we didn't feel this at all. I'll tell you this. Yeah. I came to, to two of the preseason games. Both of those games were more exciting, yep. and the vibe was yep. at a much higher level than yep. any regular season game I came to last. Did you see how many fans were crowding the tunnel? It was crazy. Wimby came in through. I mean, and it erupted. I thought the game started. Did you, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Cannot, you cannot go to a merch store without a line. I mean, yeah. and, and that's preseason. That's now, and that's going to be throughout the year. This is this is the South Side Disneyland. I know this is the South <laughs> South of the East Side. The East Side. This is. The South of America Disneyland, right? that's the place to be. Okay, I'm, I'm going to ask you a quick question. Is the Frost Bank Center going to be the house that Wendy built? That's a great question. Yeah. Me and my dad were just talking about it coming in. I don't know. Do you know? I'll answer right now. Do you know the AT&T pulled out before they knew Wendy was going to be here? Because that's if they did, question. they missed out on a yeah. massive opportunity. If, yeah, if they did, they did miss out. I will say this. It is a match made in heaven. It Frost is. Bank, local. Wemby, now local, local, to build something special together would be a San Antonio cherished memory. Um, I do think this is the house that Wemby will build. Yeah, I and agree. I think, I truly, one person that we don't mention enough, I think Devin Bissell takes a step to another level. And I think you look at Jeremy Sohan, you look at Zach Collins, who looks incredible, KJ still there. I do think Wemby is going to be the pinnacle of this first team. But if you can keep these guys together, you have the makings of a very special yeah. franchise for years to come. I also got penciled in Sohan is taking a big leap too. Hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, I got it. So you know, I know you're hearing your dad. You know, I, I don't want to keep up too much of time. Game time is right around the corner. Yeah. yeah. Uh, your thoughts on uh, just the overall season? What do you think? Give me your win total right now. You are a fantasy guy. Yeah, I am. I am. This is, this is your territory. Right. We know Vegas is what about 28, 29, 28, 29, something like that. But what is the Brandon Medina? win total i think if you're looking for the hard answer it's different from the mind answer <laughs> the hard ones with the hard ones truly in my mind i'm gonna go and say 36 games seems very doable to me with this team only because what do we have last year we didn't have i don't have much but you yeah truly meant to lose those games yeah. there are a lot of cities that maybe yeah, should yeah, have been happening yeah, yeah i think if you're looking to win 35 to 36 games, I think you bet not in and you should be safe. So basically, the fantasy god is saying bet the over. Bet the over, over on the over. winter. Okay. For sure. Bet the over from the fantasy god himself. Yes. I'm going to let him go because dad, they got some dad time. I got I to make it up for him for the way I was so much business. I guess I was way too much business. Right time. now, you get the business, Jeff Garcia. Oh, no. You don't follow me. Oh, no. I have Big Poppy Brandon in. We might show you a different, maybe inebriated jump. Who knows? Who knows? There's, there's a beer behind. There's waiting for this yeah, man. Yeah. Rock and Bruce is next to us. The vibes are immaculate. Jeff Garcia is the best in the game. Make sure to follow Brandon on Twitter or X as he, he gave you his name. And yeah, well, thank you for making Lots of Sports your first listen each and every day. Free and available. Very good podcast. Come to play center iTunes. Ten five plus app. YouTube. The list goes on and on. We'll be back. Wait, uh, tomorrow, right, for Houston Spurs. Gotta be another. It's in Texas. Texas. It's in Texas. The Texas, Texas uh, two step, literally, for the Spurs. So, for Brandon Medina, I'm Jeff Garcia. We're gonna put a lot of this episode of Lockdown Spurs from the Frost Bank Center.